The Lifestyle Show on RTE Radio 1 Extra. Welcome to The Lifestyle Show on RTE Radio 1 Extra with me, Tara Lockery Grant. If you know the podcast, if you know the show, if you know rte.e forward slash lifestyle, you know exactly what we do here. We take the best interviews that we have on the site, that's rte.e forward slash lifestyle, and also on the lifestyle section of RT News Now, the app, and then go and talk to whoever it is that is giving us the best advice, especially for working parents. This week, it's particularly relevant if you are the one who happens to be cooking for your family because we're going to be talking to... My first piece of advice is get yourself a good knife, go into a chef shop, spend 70 or 80 or 90 quid if you can afford it. I got my brother a knife for Christmas oh. and he was looking at it and said, is that all you got me? I said, Darren, trust me, you're going you're gonna to get your value out of this. Equipment in general as well. Like my mother would have very poor pots and pans. And spend a few quid oh, and get I decent pots and pans. I'm with your mum. It's Gary Rogers. He is the executive chef of the Lyrath Hotel. Gary, you're very welcome. How are you doing, Tara? Listen, I'll be a lot better after I talk to you because I am one of those working parents who struggles a little bit, a lot, in the kitchen <laughs> when it comes to cooking healthy, handy meals on a budget because, you know, we have to be, we're doing our weekly shop, we have to be clever about it. There was a great piece in Radio 1 there recently about a woman who had to shop on for a family of five on 80 euro so I always try to think of recipes that we can use and everybody loves every week and maybe you might get two meals out of them you might get dinner one day and then school lunch the next day so Gary it's great to have you and your advice in here in studio but can we give people a little bit of background on you yeah, <laughs> I'm putting you in the hot seat there. So you're just back from recently back from Darwin in Australia, where you are an executive chef with the Sky City Group. Yeah, that's correct. So you and your family. Yeah, me and my wife and my three girls. Um, we moved to Darwin about four and a half years ago. And I then as um, in that hotel, we had five restaurants. I went in as head chef in one of the restaurants. And then I got promoted and then I ended up being the executive chef there. Unbelievable. Because so. it's really, it actually is one of those great stories because often when people leave and, you know, after their session, they were very tough years. A lot of people, I'm sure you met a lot of expats who moved and then you guys are back, which is yeah. a really great story, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, very happy to be back. Um, we all missed Ireland. Um, the grass isn't always greener, I suppose. We, we had a great four and a half years, um, but it was great to be back. Big time. Kids missed our relations and their nanas and granddads and all that, so. It's, it's lovely. Back, yeah. And it's great for the Lyrath to have you in there as well. Yeah, I joined the Lyrath in, um, the, I think, the 1st of September. I've been there um, since then, yeah. So it's a busy spot. Uh, we have two restaurants, a busy bar, and we do big functions down there as well. How many people roughly could you be cooking for in a day or a week? Um, over Christmas there, we were probably doing a thousand covers a day between <gasps> um, breakfast, lunch, dinner. And we had a wedding every day as well between... St. Stephen's Day and New Year's Day. I'm so a little bit embarrassed out. to say I struggle to cook for five. <laughs> Sometimes one, if I'm being really honest. <laughs> wow, Gary, listen, thank you so much again. You know, I mean, but you're still cooking in the uh, in the home, aren't you, for the for your wife and kids? Sometimes. I do. My, my wife does probably a lot more than she used to do at the moment, but um, I still do a bit. Like, I'm at me off for the last couple of weeks, so... I'll do all the cooking there. And stock up the freezer. Yeah, give my wife a break. Yeah. Stock up the freezer, <laughs> yeah. exactly, yeah, yeah. So, three, I always think if I have a meal planner down, do you think that's the right way? That's what I do. I kind of rotate a two-weekly meal planner yeah. between ourselves and um, kids and childminder and try to see, you know, how to make it work. So, is that what you do? Is that how you guys do it at yeah. home? Well, that's a big mistake I think people make is um, they don't plan their meals. And I think going to the shops once a week, like you often see parents going in there every second day and 
you end up buying stuff you don't really need. I suppose we go in once. Well, I normally go in on a Monday because I'm off, and I'll do my shopping for the week, and then I'll do my cooking for the week on Monday as well. Brilliant. And then, and then recipes. Which ones do you think are great? Sort of whether it's one pot wonder or something that you know the kids are going to eat, and you might get like I said the dinner out of. And then we're going to pick three, and we're going to have all the information and the recipes up on rt.e forward slash food as well. Yeah. So if you're clever, just say if you want to make a lasagna. Um, you can make extra bolognese, you know, because lasagna is pretty much bolognese with bechamel sauce and lasagna instead of spaghetti. But you can make extra bolognese and have spaghetti bolognese one day and maybe freeze the lasagna for the following week. So you've made two dishes from one lot of bolognese. I, if make. anyone could see me, I am smiling from ear to ear. With, I have never thought of doing that, ever. Yeah. And I make spag ball and lasagna very often. This yeah. is already has but, changed my life. But if you have a, if, if you have a bit of a time in your hands, or, or you can make extra bechamel sauce and make maybe chicken and pesto with bechamel and penne. Brilliant. So just make extra bechamel and then you have that for your lasagna and your, and your pasta. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Why did I not think of asking somebody as experienced as you <laughs> 20 years ago? Seriously, yeah. that is great. Okay, yeah. Just simple things. So it's making... You can make like a really nice mushroom, like a wild mushroom sauce, for example, with chicken. If you want to have roast chicken on Monday and then use it for pasta the next day. So pasta and mushroom sauce, some parmesan, some veggies in there, whatever you like. And then you're getting two, two dishes out of one sauce. Excellent. So, so let's say if we get those recipes up, we're mm. going to have the, your spag ball one and your lasagna. Then yeah. your um, bechamel, so that would go with the lasagna, but also then with your creamy. There's lots. You could do like a creamy chicken pesto. Um, yeah, yum. Kids would eat that. carbonara. Lovely. I know it's not classic carbonara, but it's one that be kid friendly, be healthier than a classic. It's not full of cream, and you know, so you just make with bechamel, bacon. You know, if you want to put some white wine in there, uh, yeah. So excellent. Maybe yeah. maybe less of that for the kids, more of that for us. But we'll see. Yeah, um, exactly. What about as well the pasta? There's loads of ways, and we hear about a cooking pasta. And every time I hear it, something goes through my head. Am I supposed to wash it before I cook it? Am I supposed to wash it after? What's the best tips and life uh, food hacks that you have for pasta cooking? I just put it into boiling water, some salt, olive oil in there. Don't um, rinse it beforehand? No. Okay. Just, I, I just use dried. I don't make homemade at home. Um, so I just use the dried pasta. Get a good quality one though. And um, How do you know a good quality one? I know it's more expensive, but how would, what does it say? Well, Durham wheat is a good one to use. So 100% Durham wheat. Um, and egg pasta, you see some good ones. Um, there's a couple of celebrity chefs that have some nice pastas out there. So you use these. if They're a little bit more expensive, but... They're probably, worth it. They're probably nicer. And yeah. what about so the the durn wheat? Is that the brown pasta? It's the wheat, the flour they Perfect. use. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. And so brown pastas and brown rice and all these whole wheats and all of those. What do you think of those ones? Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Um, I, I prefer the flavour of the other ones. So but, do um, I. Yeah. But they're not as healthy as well as the you know. So yeah, I, I prefer. I, I I wouldn't generally buy those, but that's yeah. just my. If you can get the kids yeah. to eat it, you're, yeah, great. You're yeah. Now, and that's another thing. So we're going to have those recipes up. Um, so we're going to have the the which ones do you want to go for? The spag ball, the lasagna, the chicken. I like the sound of that chicken pesto. Yeah. Um, with the bechamel sauce. Yeah. And what was the other one you said there? You can do carbonara with the bechamel as well. There's lots of stuff you can Brilliant. do. Brilliant. Do you notice sauce. how we got you from three recipes up to four? <laughs> <laughs> but again, these are really good ones that you can double up on each week. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Really, really good. Okay, and the other thing I want to ask you is, in the kitchen, Irish things that we do, you know, maybe, you know, you're over in relatives' houses and you see them about to make a meal. What are the three common mistakes that we make that we do, really, so, you know, the equivalent of the Irish fake tan? Like, what is the thing that we do badly? And you know, and you can't say anything because you know people are going to be like, backstreet driver. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, Backseat driver. Backseat <laughs> driver. <laughs> That's another show. Be- before um, my business busy week in the Lyrath, we, we, we closed the 23rd, 24th, 25th of December. And I went back to Dublin and um, I went down to give my sister a hand for about an hour and a half on the 23rd to get some stuff ready. And she her noise were brutal and it drives me nuts. So uh, my first piece of advice is get yourself a good knife. Go into a chef shop, spend 70 or 80 or 90 quid if you can afford it. Or maybe ask your other half to get, get it for you as a present. Could you imagine your uh, other half got your knives for Christmas? I'll tell you what would happen. It'd be the front page well, story. I, got my, I got my brother a knife um, for Christmas on the KK. No, but hang on. Is he a chef? No. Oh, wow. And he was looking at it and saying, is that all you got me? I said, Darren, I just said, trust me, you're going you're gonna to get your value out of this. It'll last you a lifetime See, to look after really well. good, okay. Yeah. I'd but say he, he was, was looking he was at confused. you. <laughs> <laughs> I got him a knife and a bar of chocolate and he was looking at it. We, we had a good budget and um, that's all he had, but... It's, it's well worth spending if you I hope it was a nice it. bar of chocolate <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no well, but that's good good tip okay as well boy like your veg peelers and stuff like that go to a chef shop and buy them they're where, around where the same price as ones. Like, there's a couple around town Brown Thomas does a lot of um, good chef quality stuff yeah. you're going to spend and you're not sponsored by them so you're allowed to say that no, no, yeah. A year or two extra and you get a good veg peeler boy a wrapped up and make that okay. chef shoes you know okay. rather than just buying it and done because they last you longer and they're better. Okay. You know, so. or, or Dunn's or Penny's or any of those main main stores you're saying yeah. instead of going generic zoom in. What what about some of those ones like the Jamie Oliver ones or the Joseph Joseph ones? Is, is that a brand? Um, They're okay. I still prefer to, there's a few uh, makes you can get the chef shoes uh, cheap enough makes. Like, like what? There's, there's one Vitronox. It's, okay. It'd be the bottom of the range uh, but it's really good. I think for our, for it's perfect for our household. Good to know because yeah. we can again we can put this into your piece, Gary, your own article that we're going to have up on rt.e forward slash lifestyle. So Vitronox is one. I know I'm totally putting you on the spot in this, but yeah. I would be the one to look so it down. That's, right that's a good level to win at. I yeah. think at the start, and then you can get fancy. There's worst off to be uh, uh, level up from that, and then you have a global, which is, uh, gets Top. expensive then. But okay. you can spend a lot of money. But I think Vitronox is good. Okay. Uh, it's good if you want to get a Vitronox knife as well. Great, 60, 70, 80 quid. Okay, and you get a nice knife. Good to know. Yeah. So that's that is the first thing that dry, you notice bad knives in a kitchen drives you mad. It's okay. Yeah. Because it's going to affect your work. Exactly. And your and, chopping. And just equipment in general as well. Like my mother as well would have very poor pots and pans. She go for all the cheap brands. Spend a few quid oh, get I decent definitely. pots and pans. I'm with your mum. I'm probably yeah. on that one. I probably do need to do that. But yeah. I'm always worried what will happen is one of the kids or somebody will come in and it burn it the first day and it's gone. Um, it shouldn't be gone. Like we all burn pans. We we burn pans every every day in the kitchen. You know, chefs do. Um, it's just about looking after them. Don't use wire scrubs on them. Most of them are Teflon based. So just clean them properly. Maybe steep them for a while and instead of using. What, don't, what's don't good use to wire. steep with them? Remember, years ago used to be SIF or one of these ones or JIF. It was as it was called in the time. Um, what's good for steeping a pot or a bit of fairy liquid? Cold cold water and a bit of fairy liquid. Okay, and leave good. It for a couple of hours, yeah, yeah, okay. and then try to tackle it. <laughs> yeah. okay. You might need to go back to it, but just try to avoid using metal. Okay, in most of the pot, cool. Pots and pans so this is great. So knives, yeah. pots and pans. What else? What drives you nuts? Um, just. This whole thing about poaching eggs. Oh. And people are afraid of poaching eggs and thinks, thinks it's, it's difficult. It's not difficult to poach an egg. Okay. Can I, I'm going to tell you what I do and you okay. can laugh. No, you can tell me what I'm doing. So first of all, you get the, sp- the fork, you stir it in the water yeah. you, to make a bit of a tornado. And then, as you can tell, I'm a really whiz in the kitchen. And then you crack the egg in the side and drop it in the tornado and... Yeah. 
that's it's one way. Pe- pe- people get <laughs> is caught that up. one way, but the the wrong way. It's not technically it's the correct way though, but people get caught up with that. I think if you you bring wa- water to the boil, some salt in there, a little bit of vinegar. Bring oh, to the, boil. the vinegar! Yeah, it just See? helps. The, as soon as your water comes to the boil, crack your egg in and put it on simmer. Don't worry about whisking the water or making tornadoes. And just put it right down and it'll last you, or it'll take a couple of minutes to cook it and that's it. Perfect. But hang on, if you just crack it in without the tornado, does it not just go everywhere? No, if you have the water at the right temperature. Oh my God. So bring it right God. to the boil. As soon as it comes to the boil, crack your egg in and lower it right down straight immediately and just leave it sitting there for... Probably two minutes sounds perfect. Okay, you've kind of changed my life because I do this every Saturday. Yeah. I've been tornadoing. <laughs> so, n- less tornado. Try it this way. Yeah, right yeah. temperature and vinegar. I am. It's, it's all about the temperature. Okay. And I use, I wouldn't use a deep pot. Like, we, we have a nice pan at home. It's about, um, what's about three inches tall, you know? It's like a frying pan shape, but a bit Deeper, taller. I love that one. Yeah, yeah. I just use one of these. It's, it's easy and it's easy to get at the egg. And Hang on. The, I have one of those pans. You can poach an egg in that deep? Yeah. Yeah. Your I water was getting my quicker. big deep Yeah You know yeah. the big deep pot That you have for making a stew I was using that Yeah Wow Okay sorry Let's I'm staring that. at you try now that. In disbelief yeah. I want to try this Oh god Try that I Better make sure I have extra eggs um, Okay so that's that Really really good um, So we've got the knives We've got the poaching eggs And we have the good pots and pans um, The other thing I want to ask you is You know on a budget for a weekly shop, like I said, that woman who was really going through tough times and she did that uh, story on and she spoke about her budget of shopping for five people. Again, we have the story up on RT Lifestyle. She does shops for five people on 80 euro, which is very, very tough. And she's really she was struggling and she was being honest about that. Yeah. But really, you know, we should be trying to buy good quality food, but also it shouldn't cost the earth. So yeah. what sort of tips do you have for us for doing the weekly shop? And should we, you know, take a list and like like you might do in the kitchen for whether it's the liar at the, for obviously in a huge scale or at home on a smaller scale. Have you got tips for us in the weekly shop that still means um, and I'll get to uh, we want your advice as well on getting vegetables, uh, sneaking vegetables more into the kids. But what would be your advice in that? I definitely bring a list. It's all about planning what you're going to eat. And um, you're not going to buy something you don't necessarily need then when you get into the shops. Um that's another and, advantage of shopping online because you stick to what you say you need. Yeah, that, that's true, yeah. And then you stick to the plan. And again, it's um, trying to make probably two dishes out of one. I think so. You know, that, that's yeah. great. Um, look, if you, if you buy a whole chicken, if you have the skills, you can break the chicken now, take the breasts off and the legs off and then you can use the bones and make maybe soup. Big time. Soup, chicken, All you need for that is, it, is a strong stomach. <laughs> no, but, that's, but that's true. A, that's a great one. It like is. That you can make chicken and vegetable soup from the bones, and then you're you're not wasting anything. And a good sized chicken will feed five people. It's, for so, example, it's so true. And that's you can pick. Well, you you want to try to get a good Irish chicken, free range if you can afford it. Um, but like say ten uh, ten euro, and you're feeding five people. And you want to make a pot of soup out of it as well. So really, really, really. Actually, can we yeah. might sneak that in for a fifth recipe, would we? And so we get because you've got your chicken from earlier with yeah. your bechamel sauce, <laughs> and then we could m- work it until we get to the carcass for the soup. Yeah. Okay, there great. No See that I'm sneaking in more recipes <laughs> from you. And we'll put these all into the article. But Gary, the other thing as well is, what's your tips? Because sometimes I see meat on offer at re- prices that you're you're actually getting worried, thinking, how is it that cheap? 
what is your advice for buying chicken? It's probably the meat we all buy the most of in the country. Yeah. And, you know, we're supposed to ask even when we're eating out, is it Irish? You know, what would be your tips for buying chicken? I, I'd always buy Irish, Irish uh, and try to have free range as well. And I always go, go to the back of the shelf and get the one the best sell by date. So you might get a wee, if you, if you, if you miss cooking it, maybe one or two that like, if it's out of date in a couple of days, you'll throw it in the bin. So just go to the, put your arm into the back Brilliant. and get the fresh and stuff out. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. With, whenever you're eating out, would you um, always, or even in the Lyrath, would people often ask, is it Irish? Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, people are very, very aware now and they, they like to use Irish or choose Irish uh, food. So in the Lyrath, we, we always try to definitely go Irish and uh, local when we can as well. Perfect. Local producers. Perfect. Yeah. Um, the next thing, getting those vegetables into the kids in a way that doesn't make them gag like we used to all do when we were eating our, our yeah. dinners after <laughs> school. Or, um, I mean, I have a sister who used to not eat any vegetables. Yeah. So now, how do we try and reverse that and sneak it into the kids? There's a couple of ways. Um, dicing them up small. It takes a bit of time and like if you want to put it into your bolognese or whatever, or you can blitz them. Ah, blitz them yes. and then put those into your bolognese. Now they carry a bit of water. So you cook out the water or thicken the, if you're making a bolognese again, maybe some gravy granules just to thicken it up so it's not really watery. Another no. great food hack. Gravy granules to soak up a bit of the yeah, just moisture. So it's not too watery, yeah. Um, and that's it. Like if you've leftover veggies, maybe blitz them up and put it through potatoes. Maybe next time crumb them if you have time. Make a potato and vegetable cake, I suppose. Wow! Like kids tend to look stuff, love stuff that's in crumbs, don't they? So, could be an idea. That's a really yeah. good one. Um, and did did you ever think now, you know, um, with all of your experience between Ireland before you left, because you were working here for how many years before you went to Australia? Uh, about eighteen or nineteen years. Wow! Probably, yeah. Yeah. But you only look like a young. You only look like a young fella. Thanks very much. Um, so eighteen or nineteen years. So you've you know between so all together is it? You've been. Yeah, I, I think about. 25 years now wow sure, yeah. so would have you ever thought of coming up with I mean you see all these chefs all the time like our own wonderful chefs like the Nevin Maguires and um, the, the Rachel Allens and the um, the list goes on and on and on you've got the, the Happy Pear Lads and mm. Eunice Power and um, Martin Fishy Fishy Shannon um, yeah. did you ever think of coming out with your own range of books or yeah it often went through my head probably maybe in the future but you so you're always looking at where What's missing? Well, what do you and think is missing? Maybe, again, a really good one for home cooks, you know, on, on budget. Yeah. I don't think there's many out there doing that. No. And tricks of, uh, like, again, just talk, it's basic food, but it's about how to get get the most out of them and saves you time, you know, so. Maybe that's an angle you could use, but I tell you, do you know what I think? Like, because honestly, every tip that you you've given, I will, I know I will use, and I'm missing. I'm not at all always in the kitchen. Very little time to do it, but when I do do it, I want it to be right, and it's very disheartening when you put yourself into a dish or a cake if it's a birthday coming up or something, and it goes to pot because you've spent money in those ingredients. Yeah, you can't really afford the time or the expense. But See, again, getting back... So hurry up with your book. I, <laughs> if you can do it, so say most people are off Saturdays and Sundays. We, I'm, all, I'm normally off Sunday and Monday, so we say Sunday is family day and then Monday I'll do my shopping and cooking. But if you if you could do your shopping and cooking on Saturday, put two hours aside and you can set yourself up for the week. Wow. You can make your tray lasagna, have it ready to go in the oven. So when you're coming home after a busy day, put, put your lasagna in the oven, go up and get the kids ready. Uh, or if you're, if you're doing a bolognese, the same thing. It's easy, have it ready. Uh, you could have break your chicken down on Saturday, have it marinating in maybe little freezer bags, you know, your breast and your thigh, and they're ready to go in the oven then, whatever day you choose to cook them. 
and you're bone, you can make the soup on the Saturday if you can, but you're setting yourself up for the week. Actually, Gary, you, you, do you have know your it? plans in your head. Do you know what? We have just enough time to do that, right? To talk about that and plan yep. that through. So let's say, sorry, I have a bit of a cold, as you can hear. But let's just say it's Saturday. Yeah. Being, I can visualise myself doing this now. Right? So it's Saturday yep. and I have bought all the ingredients that I've got from your recipes that are on rt.e forward slash lifestyle and food and on the app. So I've got all of the ingredients ready that you said. So I'm going to do my bolognese. I'm going to do my um, lasagna. I'm going to do my chicken bechamel or my bechamel sauce. And I'm going to do the chicken and, and pasta dish. And I'm going to do the soup, right? So I've got two hours. Is that enough time to do all that? Or do Should I need be. four hours? No. <clears throat> yeah, we, you could do all that. You, we would be enough time in two hours. Okay, you, so it's, a, it's 11 a.m. Well. Yeah. And I've got enough time before lunch. And they've just okay. done the kids' activities that morning. GA, the usual. Hit me. Go. Okay. Get, get your veggies on for your bolognese, whatever veggies you want to use. How small do I have to chop them? If, well, if you want to hide them, you need to get them really small. Or, okay. if you want to, or just blitz them. Maybe, Perfect, and here, blitz works. Maybe if your kids are old enough, get them involved as well. They can peel their carrots and so on. But get your, get your bolognese going first in the pot. Uh, and then on the side, make your bechamel. So that's your lasagna ready. You just have to put that together then after about 20 minutes. Perfect. Um, Kids will love doing the sheets on it anyway, putting oh, in the sheets of pasta. Yeah, so when that's cooking then, you can maybe start breaking your chicken down. Uh, get, get your. What does that mean again? Taking the breast off the oh, bone yes. and the legs and the drumsticks. and all. It, it, Just look online if you're not sure how to do it. It's quite simple. Okay. Um, Should you buy night. it cooked? No. I'd cook buy it raw. yourself. Buy it raw. Buy raw, yeah. Cook it yourself. And then marinate them like you can do lemon and thyme. Get some fresh thyme and lemon. And put them into a freezer bag, you know, two pieces or whatever, and put them in the fridge. And that's Brilliant. say maybe Wednesday or Thursday, you can cook them. Um, and then you can leave the bones aside. Your bolognese and bechamel are probably ready now. Uh, turn the bolognese off. Put your put your lasagna together. I normally go uh, bechamel on the bottom, pasta, meat. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Or now. vegetables if you want to swap or, it out. Or vegetables, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then so it's bechamel pasta. Mixture whatever you're doing vegetables or uh, meat. bolognese, and then bechamel again, pasta. Then you mix again, and then top it off with bechamel, and then pasta on. The, oh, sorry, pasta on top, then the bechamel, and then cheese. Yeah, that's where I need to go. Which cheese do you, do you like on the top? Uh, mozzarella and cheddar Yum. and parmesan. I love a little bit of everything <laughs> yeah. on there. Yeah, I love that. And then you can put some pesto over the top of it as well if you want. Oh, the delicious! And you should get two days out. I'd say family five, two days easily, and you might even have one or two portions left over. For the freezer for Perfect. a day you want to have a lazy day. Perfect. Yeah. Then you've got your bechamel. Even if you're bolognese, that's easy. Put that in the fridge. You can put it in freezer bags if you want, if you don't have enough space. So a trick is um, put a freezer bag into a cup, say, and pour a ladle of the bolognese into the, you know what I mean, into the cup and then zip it. And that's one portion <gasps> of bolognese. It's an easy way to do it. Brilliant. Yeah. So that, that that's that then. So that's three or four meals there, you know. Sign you for two days, you bolognese for one day or two days or whatever. And then you and then you've got you've got your chicken marinated already. And you've yeah, and yeah. you've got your chicken marinated. I'm literally hanging on your every word. And then you've got your bechamel sauce to go with your chicken and your pesto for your pasta dish. Yeah. Wow. And then the rest you take the carcass then because you've already broken down your chicken and ages just ago. Make make it a, a quick soup. Uh, break it, put it a bit a uh, bit of oil in the bottom of a pan. Put your carcass in there. Break it down a bit with your knife. Some onions, fresh thyme you have from your chicken, maybe a bit of garlic, veggies. And bring it to the boil, leave it simmer for an hour or so, take the bones out and blitz it. Yum. Easy enough. And that's your soup. And you might need to put a bit of roux in there, a uh, bit of butter and flour. Well, it's bourmanier because you're putting it in the end. It's just 
melted butter, you could, I'd say for a liter, you want about 50 grams of flour, 50 grams of butter, and just put them in at the end. You mix them together, put them in at the end or the roux at the end and blitz it and that helps thicken it up. Wow, that's your soup? That's soup. Oh my, yeah. I am so hungry right now. Yeah. So you've got all of those dishes. Okay, and now notice how sneaky I'm being. You're basically helping every working parent in the world right now. Certainly me. <laughs> but no, okay. Um, the other thing I want to ask you is birthday birthday parties, okay? Lots of us, again, busy working parents. You do sometimes end up buying the cake, but there's, they're, they're small for so so short a time. I try to make it. I've had a couple of great ones um, and then a couple of... <clears throat> let's just say it was covered over a lot by icing so um, we've got had everything from Elsa Darth Vader um, and Minions so and they all look great and some of them taste great but some don't so if you were going to go with the chocolate biscuit cake um, a version is one and then another is, would be a sponge one so if you had um, one and a half minutes to tell us your favourite chocolate biscuit cake what you put in there that's a little bit different maybe and then into a sponge and which which ones do you like to follow um, I, I love a sponge. Um, my wife actually made a beautiful, beautiful cake there last week. Um, a flourless one, but I just do a nice Genoa sponge, and uh, and then let the kids decorate the top, keep it nice and simple. Lovely. Uh, get them involved. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah, and then yeah. with chocolate biscuit, do you ever make that? I don't really make chocolate biscuit. Um, but uh, yeah, I look it up online if you need a good recipe. There's great recipes online. Yeah, there's some really good ones. Until yeah. we get you and your book out there, yeah, that, that's and, it, yeah. and and in there, and Gary, the the future. So world domination. Um, do you think you would? Oh, I mean, of course, the liar. If they're listening, they will be going what? But long time down the road, would you love to do your own to to run your own restaurant, or would you love to continue what you're doing now? Maybe in the future. I love hotels, the hotel environment. Um, and I love the job I have and. Just it's different every day. It's it's just um, I I I think it's very hard to make money at a restaurants, uh, standalone restaurants. Um, you need to be very lucky. You need a great location and um, good teams around you. It's so hard to get staff now at the moment and. Uh, I don't know. I, at the moment, I'm I'm not in that place. Listen, you're just back to Ireland. Yeah, I'm exactly, totally. Yeah. And 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 what do you miss about Australia? And what what's the great thing about being home? Uh, the weather over there is nice. Uh, although it's quite hot where we were, but. I just love them. The place I used to work, I used to love working there. It's a very, very busy place and all the restaurants and stuff like that. So I do miss that and the people there because I made great friends over four and a half years in and out of work, actually. All of us uh, as a family, we did. So uh, I miss all that, people especially, yeah. Oh, and yeah. then the good thing just about... It's great me. to be back. This was Ireland. Um, just the people are great here as well. So you must. Friendly. Did you miss the crack and banter? Yeah. Like, we go out for the odd point, I suppose, and the pubs are different over there. To hear the pubs are a lot better here, so and the people there yeah, is something about the crack, Irish, you know? isn't there? Yeah, you, like people talk to you, you know. <laughs> you don't tend to do that in Australia, you know. They stick to themselves, but and they've different right. sense of humour. Slightly, they've a different sense of humour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our sense of humour. No, <laughs> I, do they get the sarcasm? Um, they would, not as good as we do. Yeah, yeah. I've I've been there and it is some crack, all right, and it's great for people to obviously get the experience. But yes, I understand why you'd love being back. And Gary, do you know what? Those tips have been absolutely brilliant. So it's for working parents, people who are time and maybe cash a little bit strapped. And I mean, look, you're you're cooking for hundreds and thousands of people in the Lyrith Hotel every single week, as you described over Christmas there, what it was like in particular, and then also to come home and cook with the family and with your wife as well. It's really good for you of you to share those tips with us. So um, those recipes are going to be up on rte.e for 
forward slash lifestyle or rte.e forward slash food. You can also get it on the RTE News Now app as well. Um, we'll have all the details up there. And you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram as well. And uh, we'll have lovely pictures of you, Gary, up there. We'll take one now in a minute and we'll lash that all up right. on the side too. Thank you so much for coming into us. That's Gary Hello, Rogers. Thank Thanks you. for talking to us this okay. week. I'm Tara Lockery Grant and I'll be back with you next week. Thanks a million for listening. The Lifestyle Show with Tara Lockery Grant on RTE Radio 1 Extra.